Good evening, everyone. Any questions tonight? Yes. You see the Leela that um, when Krishna became the cowherd boys, the mothers of those cowherd boys loved him more than they loved their own sons. But they didn't know that this was Krishna, so they didn't perceive him as Krishna, worship his qualities as Krishna, his pastimes as Krishna. It was just spontaneous and manifest. So is this um, is this uh, a demonstration of the soul's innate affection for Krishna that we don't even have to know that it's Krishna to be that attracted to that degree? Somebody said it's unconditional, but I wasn't quite satisfied with that um, description of that particular manifestation of love. Well, you're referring to the Brahma Mohan Leela when Krishna manifested himself in the form of all of his friends. Um, and then for a year carried on as if nothing had happened. And as such, his um, the parents of the boys um, Infection, affection for their sons increased. As the calves' love for their cows, I should say, love for their calves increased, who were also kidnapped, or so it appeared, and in whose place Krishna manifested himself as the calves. <coughs> And um, this gave the cows, who have a kind of a muted form of Vatsalyarasa, and the mothers and fathers, being a human form, who have the full facility to taste all of Vatsalyarasa, the opportunity to have a direct motherhood, fatherhood with, with Krishna, which is their um, ideal an ideal that uh, Nanda, Yashoda, Rohini, for example, um, are more directly involved with. So this Rag Bhakti is somewhat uh, indirect. That doesn't mean that it's um, less, but um, that's the nature of... um, such bhakti, Pujapachita once told me that, he said, first there's Krishna, then there's the Vaishnava, then there's the Vaishnava Das, and then there's the Vaishnava Das, Anudas, that's four, and then we come in the fifth position. So Vaishnavism is indirect. So <clears throat> with those who enter the Leela, for example, and uh, looking at those mothers and fathers in that light. In his discourse on Raganuga Bhakti and Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Jiva Goswami, Jiva Goswami cites a story from the Purana of someone becoming, entering into Vatsalya Rasa. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Mm, 
worshipping a deity of Krishna or like a son or something to that effect. Jiva Goswami comments that he entered, she entered, whatever, during the, um, the, uh, the, the, the fullness, the, the, the perfection of that was realized, he, what he means to say, in the Brahma Bhimohan Leela. So they entered into the Prakat Leela and during the Brahma Bhimohan Leela, just like the Upanishads and the Dandakarana sages as groups with the Gopi Bhava ambition entered into the Prakat Leela. And then during the time of the Rasa Leela, when that manifest, the Sarad Purnim, and the Gopis heard Krishna's flute and went to meet him, they were among those who were checked from going um, by their husbands, and that checking caused their uh, intensity of their bhava to increase and reach the heights of anurag, mahabhava, and so forth, and qualified them to uh, later on. And there's evidence in the section of the Bhagavatam, 46th chapter, the 10th canto. I believe it's there or maybe the 43rd chapter, that they entered. Anyway, they, 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 they achieved their ideal. So even within the point being here, even upon taking birth in the Prakat Leela, there's some some development that's um, required. So they attained that ideal. And at, at that moment, for example, they got direct service to Krishna. So not at every moment, does every rag bhakta in Sakiras or Batsali Ras or in Madhurya Ras who has entered there by way of sadhana, sadhana siddhas, have the opportunity for direct service to Krishna? So Krishna has one mother and father in one sense, in extended sense, he has so many mothers, but they don't all have the opportunity to render direct service. Hmm? Uh, the cowherds have their group leaders. They render service to the group leaders. Hmm? And following in the mood of the group leaders and with their permission and their lead, they have direct service sometimes to Krishna and Balaram. So um, that's what's happening during that Leela, just to give some background. They loved Krishna and like mothers, like fathers in Vatsali above, but now they got an opportunity or in the in the in the Prakartly led direct experience of nursing him and whatever may be the case. So your question is, if I understand it, they didn't know that that was Krishna. Um, so why did they have more affection for him? Well, the answer is because he's Krishna, <laughs> and. Uh, and he is the ideal of their worship. They do know about him. They've been meditating on him for centuries in yugas to have attained that position in the first place. And now they got, within the context of their Vatsali above, they got this opportunity for direct service. Yes, in one sense, they didn't know, but it's not that they didn't know Krishna, that they didn't, they didn't love Krishna, and so forth. And, um, and, now they're experiencing him directly as their sons, 
in a disguised form. There are many instances of Krishna being the object of love in the Leela, but in a disguised form. Hmm. Hmm. Um, sometimes in Madhurya Rasa he dresses up like a gopi hmm, to get into the inner circle and, and so forth, in and amongst, uh, for example, Radharani's uh, in-laws and so forth. And, and and Radharani and gopis will be wondering, well, why are we so attracted to this gopi? She's so attractive. Hmm? Must be some goddess from heaven or something like that. And, you know, and then, of course, in the context of the Leela, at some point it becomes revealed that it's Krishna in disguise. Hmm? So it's a similar example like that. As far as having inborn attraction for Krishna, that would not be a good way to, to uh, speak about it. We have uh, some type of inborn attraction with you, if you will, or um, kind of uh, uh, somewhat of a magnetic pull towards our source. Hmm? Just like, uh, you know, people have an attraction to their source and sorting it out in terms of heredity and you can go on that line and get a DNA test or something like that and find that, that you weren't a king in your, or a queen in your last life or previous lives, whatever may be the case. So we have a natural affinity to find that our source. We find it's in Brahma seeking out his, his source. Hmm? Uh, this kind of seeking is, is uh, natural. Human life, it uh, it surfaces. What we are is surfacing as an Atma. Hmm? And the Atma has a source. So, attracted to our self. Self is the very principle of love within the world. It's not the things. It's the things that we're attached to. And by that, our self entering into those things that make them appear lovable, hmm? desirable. So, as Jiva Goswami explains in, in Paramatma Sundarma, the, the Atma is the uh, basis of love in the world. It's not things. The world being a combination of things and and the Atma, things and thoughts, thoughts about things, and, and then the Atma, right? And so, in human life, the Atma is starting to uh, be aware of itself, self-consciousness, more so than it is in other features, other aspects of life, other forms of life that um, don't aren't causes of consciousness, but they can shape it. Hmm? So, according to the shape you're in, it's going to express itself in one way or another, limited to a limited extent or to a greater extent. Hmm? Um, I've given an example before. If you're if, if you're in an automobile, if you're in a Mercedes, you can go fast, and with the same effort of stepping on the gas pedal in a Volkswagen, you'll go slower. Hmm? So you have the capacity to step on the gas and so forth, but limit, but maybe how fast you'll go will be limited by the vehicle. So the vehicles, the different forms of life, shape in a sense, or filter, or limit. Consciousness to expressing itself in the human form of life is full 
gives full facility. You might even say the devas give even forms of life given more facility hmm? to be aware, self-aware, aware of the atma, and 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 to be aware of the atma is to be aware of or to be attracted to the atma, whether you think of it like that or not. As I'm saying, that's that's what we are attracted to the atma. It has the potential, but the capacity to project itself into things, so we're attracted to the things and so forth. So similarly, our source would be the case, right? So the the atma is not something that that that's independent. It has a source, and the source is the paramatma. Hmm? Hmm. Source is the paramatma, and so uh, what is that? Swarupbuta, I think he says, the Jiva Goswami and Paramatma Sandarbha, the Jiva, amongst its different qualities, has a natural attraction for its source, the paramatma, in the broad, broad sense that I'm speaking of. Hmm? But we don't have inherent love for Krishna inside and therefore even if we meet Krishna in disguise we love him because we inherently have love for him which I know you don't think like the way you were talking about it sounded a little bit like it was going in, in that direction so I wouldn't think of it like that or explain it like that but rather now I mean their life for lifetimes they've been loving Krishna they know what Krishna looks like now he's there in disguised form <laughs> And there are other examples, as they say, of him disguising himself in other leelas and being loved hmm? um, uh, in the way Bhagawan Krishna is loved by those in those rasas. And in, this, in those cases that I cited, the gopis finding it peculiar and um, and so forth. Now they didn't necessarily find it peculiar. Maybe they did. We didn't. You know, we don't hear from them what they were saying to one another <laughs> about their sons and how they were. Sharing notes and and so on and so forth. It was quite startling to Baldev, hmm, who thought, what, "What's going on here?" When he realized it, hmm, seeing the cows run down the Govardhan hill, straight down the hill to meet the calves, even though they had already been weaned, and those cows had other calves who hadn't been weaned, but running after them to give them the milk, and then the the the, uh, the parents and so forth. Is similarly greeting their sons. This was quite startling to Baladev, as the power of Krishna's Shakti that covered all of this in layers started to be removed. And so he, as an example of Baladev in, in, in Dasiras, oh, what is the power of my Lord's Shakti? What he can do? What to speak of bewildering Brahma, which is called Brahma Vimohan? He bewildered Balaram. Wow. Well, then Balaram's making a testimony to that, and it waxes into uh, into Dasya, Dasya Rasa, hmm? Krishna's power. So the power of the Brahma Vimohan Lila that this is quite startling. There's no greater display of opulence and and mystic power, I think, anywhere in in, in Krishna Lila. Hmm? And appropriately, this is the narrative in which Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam is brought out. But anyway, I would think of it like um, something like that. Krishna's there in disguise. Hmm. There's some m- more to be said about that, but um, save it for another day. 
Yes. To be clear, then, what you're saying is because they've developed love for Krishna, then even though Krishna's in disguise, they feel love for him. Because generally, when we think of loving Krishna, we think of knowing his qualities, his form, his lila. We think of that's what's attracting the, mm-hmm. the, the love or drawing out the love. But in this case, they're not associating with Krishna's form, his qualities. Yeah, they're associated with him in a disguised form. He's taken on all the qualities of all the boys right. to disguise himself and so forth. Yeah. But he, he can't hide himself too well from his devotees when they can feel him. And they're, and they're responding accordingly. It's a peculiar. But as I say, there are examples in the Duryaras also. And it's mentioned by Rupa Goswami that Krishna is the object of love in different forms. In some of the forms, he disguises himself. I don't know if he gave that an example, as an example. The examples in Madhuryarasa are somewhat uh, famous. What else? Yes? Well, isn't the whole Vraj, the whole Lila in Vraj is the Supreme completely disguised. They're attracted to his form, his qualities, his Leela, but not in a reverential way. They're just naturally attracted. They don't even know he's the Supreme. Yeah. So, so I'm not sure if I understand your point. You're making a point, right? I, yeah, I'm just trying to, to make a point that we, from our aspect, from our position as sadhikas, we're we're trying to develop attraction to that, but they're just naturally endowed with that attraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are. So then the question would be as somebody that has Vatsaya Ras, let's say, for Krishna, but is not in the position of Mother Yasoda or even as you just mentioned, has a personal opportunity to serve him directly except under the extraordinary circumstance that we're talking about in the Brahma Vimohan Leela. Uh, what is the distinctive, I mean there has to be a distinctive feature where that person, that, that person having a, a loving, having a loving feeling towards Krishna that exceeds their own son, but they don't know Krishna as anything more than somebody like their son. I'm not sure I understand your question. In other words, there's a natural affection there that's overriding, but it's not based on any knowledge of Krishna as being supreme and their son being anything less than what Krishna is. Yeah, I still understand, but one thing I should say is that uh, they love their sons more than when Krishna was their sons, or when Krishna manifests as their sons. They, their, their, their maternal love increased in relation to Krishna, who is now in the form of their sons. However, when Krishna manifests as their sons, Krishna was also present. In other words, Krishna manifests as all the sons, 
and has all the calves, but he didn't disappear. So they still loved Krishna more than their sons who were manifestations of Krishna. <laughs> yeah. That's very... So everything seemed normal <laughs> in, one, in one sense. Um, I'm sorry, but I'm quite... I'm just saying that get your question. there's no Aishwarya. I mean, there's just there's no, no Aishwarya. There's no sense that Krishna is the supreme. Right. They, there's a sense that they love him. Right. Mm. And their affection for him supersedes anything else. But there's no. It's not like. Well, I guess yes. His other qualities do are a part of that. Uh, yeah, his qualities. Yeah. His qualities. That affection. Yeah. He, she's not speaking. Uh, is not speaking about qualities of his being God, but qualities of his being a coward boy and part of the village and and the a- aspects of of him that are pertinent to Vatsali Ras and and so on and so forth. Yes. Since Dulal Chandrapur touched this topic that there's no Ashwarya, <clears throat> maybe if we go in strict detail, we we should say that. I'm asking, mm-hmm. for, I'm asking you some elaboration. There has to be a shvarya for there to be yeah. intimacy in Madhurya. Mm-hmm. Actually, there is full shvarya, but it's totally like buried under layers and layers of intimacy. So I don't know if you could like elaborate a little bit on this. Even though we say there's no shvarya, actually there has to be a shvarya for the experience of Madhurya. Madhurya referring the sense of yeah but yeah but what we mean by that is that um that if krishna didn't have wasn't all powerful then he wouldn't be um all charming what makes him charming is that he's all powerful and but that he acts as if he's not in fact he acts if he doesn't that doesn't have power and his friends have more power than him and this is what makes him so in that sense theologically speaking the the maduri of the sweetness is dependent upon on the Aishvarya. But the Aishvarya Shakti itself tends not to manifest in Braja, but it does sometimes manifest. That's true. That's another sense. It does manifest. The Brahma Mohan Leela being an example. Not everybody sees it, but when he lifted Govardhan Hill, they saw it. Hmm? But the their Madhurya was such, their intimacy, the sweetness of their love, their prem, that um, you know that it, it couldn't take precedence and cause that prem to recede. So the Aishvarya is is pushed into the background during separation from Krishna. It may manifest a little bit more, and then you'll find some prayers when Krishna is separated that may have some element of Aishvarya in them, perhaps. Um, but never is in Braj anyway. Never is their their prem overridden by Aishvarya. They may they may even they may even understand that Krishna's God. Hmm? But it's it's not you know something that's not a big deal. It's in 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 Dwarka that he's God is just like wow we're 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 like members of God's family. This is far out. They're pinching themselves. What's going on here? He's the prince, and here we are, and this, this, uh, and, and, and he's God. Hmm? But they don't think like that. 
in Braj. They hear that other people say he's God, and the best of the Yadus, and, and they think he is the best of the Yadus, but, but um, it's not something that takes precedence. It's not in the foreground. It's in the background. But yes, it needs to, it needs to be there. <laughs> So the Bhagavatam, as I sometimes say, walks a tightrope between Aishvarya and Madhurya. Aishvarya. Without the emphasis on Aishvarya, there can't be the Madhurya. So it's a, it's a really artful um, what uh, what's uh, the way the text has been been written. Hmm. Yes. Um. Uh, Prabhupada engaged many of his disciples and installed many deities of Gornitananda. And uh, uh, Subal also as Gorda's Pandit installed and worshipped Gornitananda. I was wondering if there's any connection between this. Well, Pujapat Sridharmarish was of the opinion that Prabhupada's installation of Gornitananda deities all over the world was. Um, uh, another example of his Sakyabhav because it was a departure from Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur who didn't do that. He established deities of Gaur and Radha Madhava, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Radha Krishna. Um, I'm not even sure if he installed any Gaur Gadadhar deities. Bhaktivinoda Thakur had Gaur Gadadhar deities. So, um, and he opened lots of temples didn't open any Gornatai temples. But Prabhupada um, did. And Pujapada Sri used that as some support for his own uh, insight and uh, conviction that Prabhupada's uh, ideal was Sakyaras. And then Krishna Balaram in the center altar in Vrindavan, that's peculiar um, as well. Gornatai on the left and Radhasham Sundar on the right and he's got and they got the tallest flag amongst the three, tallest tower and so forth. <laughs> um, Nityananda Prabhu's campaign was very wide and broad within Bharat hmm? um, and uh, in the homeland, so to speak, of Bengal. Mahaprabhu told him to stay there and preach and he preached very uh, widely in uh, Bengal, delivered the mercantile class there, that Prabhupada was a member of the Day family, was uh, uh, one of, I think, two families that made up almost all of Calcutta, hmm? which is an extension of that uh, that section of West, West Bengal. Um, you know, village people moving to the Metropolitan area, this is you know, to their detriment, um, unfortunately. But uh, Cal- Calcutta, you know, was populated was populated by rural people coming to the glare of uh, of the city life and modernity and so forth. But at, but at any rate, he is part of that family. Except for his family was a Sagiras family, who his father's guru would be was would be interesting to find out. His initiating guru, but, but they used to take his son Prabhupada and and sister to uh, uh, Udarandatta Thakur's place. I think that's in Bangladesh now. Uh, the borders have changed, 
but there and annually for a festival and puja and it was like the patron he was like the patron saint Udarandatta of the family of Prabhupada and Udarandatta was like right hand of, of Nityananda Prabhu for um, canvassing he was more extroverted than Goridas Pandit was more introverted but in his introverted nature which had him worshiping the deity it's, it's it's probably somewhat for that reason that Mahaprabhu said, "Well, take a deity and keep them and keep you busy by yourself and so forth." But you see, the nature of Prem is that you know you may try to get out of the limelight, but it's hard. I once told Pujapashiramarsh, who used to call himself a back-pushing man, I said, "You've put like on stage, center stage, and you've pushed yourself so far backward. You've come around." Turn, you're in front, right? To turn around and face everybody. This is what uh, Shivas was it Shivas Thakur said to uh, I think Chaitanya Mahaprabhu when he returned first time to Bengal, and throngs and throngs of people were following him everywhere. And he went to the house of who? Um, someone I forget. No, no, there. He stayed there, and then he came on the balcony. Everyone was chanting, "Shri Krishna Chaitanya, Shri Krishna Chaitanya." He said, "What are they?" What are they doing? And Shiva said, "You are like the sun, who, after having arisen, tries to hide himself. Hmm. You know, turn around. We know who you are." <laughs> Sri Krishna Chaitanya Ki Jai. So, um, so Gurudas Pandit worshipped Gornatai, but you know that's become a pretty prominent uh, um, ritual uh, form of archon in Gaudi Vaishnavism all over the world. He's the origin of that. And all he was doing was staying there. He didn't go out everywhere and canvas, open temple, open temple. But his love for Gornatai, it's uh, it's it's being taken advantage of, so to speak. It's So, yeah, I would uh, I would follow in the lead of Sridhar Maharaj in that sense. And um, and as Nityananda Prabhu's campaign was broad and to the... who. You know, at that time in Bengal, were considered fallen people from the Hindu perspective. They had been ostracized, the mercantile community, from the Hindu community. That means they, they, they had no social life within the Varna ashram system. Bhaktisiddhanta Sarsi Thakur in his uh, Chaitanya Bhagavad commentary compares him to Haridas Thakur, who didn't have life, social life within, within the Hindu uh, social cultural circles. Hmm? So this is what happened to the whole community there. And Nityananda Prabhu went, and and they were all nominally Vaishnavas, but just in, in name only, without Sambandagyan. And so he went there, gave Sambandagyan, and g- engaged them in one ritual, Krishna Nam Sankirtan. That became the ritual for everything. We get together socially, do Nam Sankirtan, have a wedding. Do Nam Sankirtan, have a feast. Do Nam, this is the single ritual and then then they 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 socially they felt um, socially and emotionally um, in terms of their bio physiological sense of self they felt whole mm-hmm. this is Nityananda Prabhu's grace he was doing like like kind of like social welfare arm of Vaishnavism but the fact that he was doing that social welfare, but anchored in what Vaishnavism is all about is evidenced from the fact that they not only felt 
socially whole and confident hmm? and kind of, you know, who cares for your varnashram hmm? rituals? We were above that, doing Nams and Kirtan. And they were actually, so many great devotees came out of that. Hmm? So they went from being socially downtrodden and dislocated, disenfranchised, to uh, um, having, in, in their estimation, and correctly so, an improved social circle, and from being nominal Vaishnavas to being actual uh, Vaishnavas. So they were, so they were. His campaign was like this to, in that sense, downtrodden people. In another sense, Prabhupada came empowered by Nityananda Prabhu with the vision of Pujapatrita Marsh and canvassed amongst the fallen people, non-Vedic people, for different reasons, but we were non-Vedic people, and he mingled intimately amongst us and uh, endeared us to him, like Nityananda Prabhu endeared himself by just his very presence and nature to those people, and they became his followers, and we become his followers, like that. Mm-hmm. So, And he established Gornatai deities everywhere, and he established a lot of Radha and Krishna deities also. He also inst- installed a lot of Jagannath deities, and I, I think... I don't remember the whole. Was it was it was the first Jagannath deities in San Francisco? Or the first one, because someone, uh, Malati, I think his disciple went to like a Pier Pier One import store and found a. She she found the, you know, little little deities of, Jagannath, hmm? and uh, she there was three of them of course Jagannath, Subhadra, and Balabhadev, and she stole, the, uh, shoplifted. The, the, jag, the Jagannath and brought him back and said, you know, I got this from the store. Does this mean anything? And Prabhupada was Jagannath. And Prabhupada used to, as a boy, harbor the ideal and dream about taking the train to Jagannath Puri and participating in the Rathiatra. His father got him a toy Rathiatra cart. Once he told me personally, he called me alone and spoke to me, he said, when I was a boy, then my father, I wanted to go to Jagannath Puri for Rathiyatra. My father got me a toy Ratha cart, and I performed Rathiyatra, and I engaged the, the community. And people, and then he said, but people thought it was play, but it was real. He said, <laughs> opened his eyes very wide. He said, now I'm doing all over the world. And so, he, so when he saw the Jagannath deity, he said, were there any others there? Hmm? Can you go back and steal them too? No. Uh, so she went back and purchased them, and then then he said he gave them to Shamsundar, who was could carve larger set of them, and then so Jagannath incarnated in the International Society for Krishna Consciousness, and shortly thereafter they had a Rathayatra on the back of a flatbed truck. Was the Rath was the, was the chariot? through the Golden Gate Park in San Francisco. and Year after year, then it got bigger and bigger, and they built carts and chariots and so forth and pulled them. And um, I was fortunate to participate in some of those Rathiyatras with Prabhupada. And so, you know, eventually he that became kind of a standard in his larger temples. They'd have an altar for Jagannath and Radha and Krishna and, and Gornatai. But, um, but many Gornatai temples. And when he, when he went through Central America... Mm-hmm. 
then uh, he experienced uh, uh, Gornatai deities that had been established in communities of devotees and temples where he had never gone. Uh, I think he might have gone to Panama, maybe, um, Central America, Venezuela. Venezuela. Well, Mexico is North America, actually. Hmm? Yeah. Well, at any rate, he'd uh, maybe in Caracas at the time they had Gornatai deities, and when he came to Hawaii, they had, or excuse me, when he had came to Hawaii, they had the Panchatattva. But when then he came to a, uh, Miami, they had Gornatai deities. He came to Atlanta, they had the Gornatai deities. And so he was really moved by that. Hmm? And so and, uh, in, uh, in Atlanta, I was there, and he at one point, uh, Introduced a song of Lochandas Thakur. Paramaka Karana Pahunduijana Nitai Gaura Chandra. Sabhavatar Sarashi Ramani Kebala Ananda Kanda. You've heard of Gyan Kanda, Karma Kanda. Well, they have given the Ananda Kanda. Gornatai, they're Sabhavatar. The essence of all avatars. Kebala Ananda Kanda. They're giving only the love dispensation. Paramakarana Pahuntvijanitai Gaura Chandra Sabhavatar Sarashyamani Kevala Anandakanda, etc. So he introduced that song there. It was very emotional. And then the devotees, it was played in, like, what do they call that? Two-time or four, whatever, I don't know what it is. So they didn't know how to play in the Murdanga. So the Prabhupada stopped and asked for the Murdanga. And he played the Murdanga. This is rare to do that at all, would speak of in, in public. He was very emotional. Mm. Many, many, many devotees had come there. And they had come, the majority of them had all come from what was called the Radha Damodar Party, which was Gornatai temples on buses mm. with vans that were satellites of the buses that would go, as probably would put it, into the interior mm. and, uh, and distribute books and so forth. I was with him once in Chicago when he arrived and uh, a, a lady reporter from the Tribune came and amongst other questions she said, well I understand that you have many cars hmm? and uh, people said you have, you have many cars and you know she was thinking like Rajneese had limousines you know you know a whole like line of Rolls Royces or something like that and uh, so Prabhupada said yes many and then she was like whoa I'm eating this up you know <laughs> And then he, then he said, what what do we call it? What do we call it? Uh, Volkswagen? Van? Which was popular in the 60s. Yeah. Uh, and and, and in, in the vans, and the boys are living in the living in the vans and traveling to the interior and they're doing this chanting and, and she's just like, oh, well, <laughs> that's different. <laughs> He's not using them for himself. The boys are living and going. <laughs> So there was a convergence at that time of there were like five or six of these buses and each one had five or six vans. So they had like, you know, many, many brahmacharis on each each party and they all converged there. So Gornatai was coming from all over the States and these buses and, he, and so he was very moved, very emotional. 
Yeah. Can I ask a follow-up? Yeah. Um, if all the devotees in Goilila are in Dasyaba to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, what's the... Um, uh, is there a significance to one worshipping in like, say, Goridas Pandit's uh, Subha and Krishna Leela? Like, if all the associates are in Dasyaba, is there significance to, like, paying special attention to one who represents something in Krishna Leela? Sure. Sure. So, Madhuri Rasa, special attention to Gadara Pandit, Narada of Gorlila. So, I mean, you can't look at Gorlila and not see Krishna Leela. So, when you're Dasya Bhakti to Mahaprabhu, then Mahaprabhu himself is going to turn into Krishna or, or show the Bhava of Radha, and everything will turn into Vrindavan Krishna. When Krishna, when Mahaprabhu goes in after breakfast and Bhagavatam class so forth, out to do Sankirtan and to go room, then he sees some coward boys in the village, and then he, the whole scene transforms into Braj. Ganga turns into the Jamuna and go room and into into Braj, and and those devotees who are in Sakyabhav, in Krishna Lila, who are in Dasyabhav and Gaur Lila, their Sakyabhav Swaroops manifest. Those who are in Gopi Bhav, their Gopi Bhav Swaroops manifest. And they're, they're seeing Krishna and Balaram and his friends entering into the forest. And, and uh, they're with him, at least for a while. Then it turns back, <laughs> and so forth. So, so yeah, surely that... Uh, so if, it, if there are so, so therefore, if you're a Rupanuga in the full sense of the term, then you're going to focus on Rupa Goswami in Gorlila, who's also Rupa Manjari. If you're in Sakurasa, you're also going to be a Rupanuga, but only in the sense that you're going to take Rupa Goswami's teachings about Sakyabhava and follow him in that sense. Otherwise, you're following. Gorias Pandit, uh, Udarandat Thakur, Abhiram Thakur, uh, who have their Swarup, St. Krishna Leela, as, as Sridham, as, um, and so forth. Right? Subhal. By reading the Bhagavat Sundarma, and I found it interesting that Jiva Goswami mentions Sri Lakshmi as the maintainer, Bhu as the creator, and Durga as the destroyer instead of Vishnu and Rama and Shiva. I thought that was kind of. Yeah. I can't talk about that. <laughs> Bhu, Lakshmi, and what's her name? Sri. I've never heard that a thousand times. Never had the interest to look into all the significance of this. That's a very Vaikuntha, you know, perspective. You go to Sri Sambhadaya, will tell you all about about the literature. It shows up in our literature sometimes, and there's a, there's an example. We've got other shaktis to be concerned about, consumed by. 
that said Vishnu Priya Devi Lakshmi Priya Devi Kijaya. Or the Shri and the Boo Shri and the Boo of Gorlila from a from a Vaidhi Bhakti perspective. Complicated. What else? Um, there is this uh, anecdote when Shilashidamash commented on Prabhupada's distribution of Gornitai, he was making Sankirtan, he was uh, tell the devotees to make Sankirtan with Gornitai deities, and then Shilashidamaraj would uh, comment, only Swami Maharaj could do such a thing. Like, you heard that? Hmm? Make Sankirtan with Gornitai deities? Yeah. Prabhupada, like, I think he had the idea, I don't know if it really, if they really started, but uh, he had this idea to distribute uh, Gornitai deities. Oh, that's another thing, yeah. To take Gornitai and Sankirtan is not unusual. Hmm? But Prabhupada had an idea once, and maybe it was brought up to Sridhar Maharaj, and his idea was, we should give out these little deities of Gornitai and tell people, chant this mantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, and wave incense at them, and all your desires will be fulfilled. So I could hear Shridhar say, only Swami Maharaj could suggest something like that. <laughs> and that's true. Yeah, he is. Yes. Nityananda Prabhu can give Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to anybody and everybody, and and with that kind of abesh, then sometimes Prabhupada would, would show that kind of extraordinary desire for wide distribution. Maybe that same line Shri Samaraj once mentioned regarding what you explained that they are the nine Nam Grat, the ninth one, do not give whole name to the faithless. Shri Samaraj said, Swami Maharaj, he did that a lot. (laughs) 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 But... Promote everyone in Saparat, but in his case, he's Shakta Vesu, he was not often seen. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to take that, not to imitate what he was doing in this sentence. <laughs> in the same line of Yes. Um, so, kind of continuing, uh, we see that in Gorlila, associates of the same Bob in Krishna Lila kind of congregate somewhat yeah in groups and so that just kind of happens naturally i guess they don't like think oh here's some like uh, do they know each other's krishna lila sarup or is it kind of a natural affinity and then it manifests well they're having the same experience internally so they're sharing it they're siddhas but they're in the role of sadhikas and doing sadhana, having the same experience, so they have like minds. So they share their minds. It's part of what uh, what intermediate devotees do, right? And even advanced devotees. And so so then they're birds of a feather, they flock together. All right, we'll stop there. Shishi Gorada Madhava Kijai, Gorbakta Vrindaki Jai, Gorpremanande.